This is the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Well, talking football now in the football ferns, we'll be heading back to the drawing board and I guess sitting down today and over the next couple of days analysing their first match against the world champion United States at Sky Stadium in Wellington. Jason Pine called the match on Sky Sport yesterday and he joins us. Morning, Piney. G'day, BK. Great to have a huge crowd there too. The, the, the what, 12,000 plus? Yeah, 12,500, biggest crowd ever for a home game for the Football Ferns, beating the 7,500 that turned up at the same venue in 2018 when New Zealand played Japan. Beautiful day in Wellington, still in the school holidays, of course. Heaps of families, heaps of kids, BK, and a really, really big crowd. So that all goes well for for Game 2 at Eden Park on Saturday, where hopefully that 12,500 record will be broken uh, fairly quickly. I think I heard you say on the commentary yesterday the previous record was only about 7,000 or thereabouts, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And so, I mean, to, to get that many along was a, is a really good sign. And I think, you know, the football firms don't play at home very often or, or haven't recently, a couple of games in no. Christchurch back in the last year. But, but opportunities to watch them play have been pretty scarce. But the other part of this, obviously, BK, is that we start, we're at the start of World Cup year. And in July and August of this year, the World Cup is hitting our shores and Australian shores, of course. And we'll get the chance to see, you know, some of the world's very best on our shores. We did yesterday with the US, of course. But, um, yeah, I, I just thought it was really encouraging at the start of World Cup year to see uh, such a healthy turnout in Wellington yesterday. And the other encouraging thing, I thought, that at half time it was nil all. Yeah, it was a really good first half from New Zealand. You know, uh, to put this into context, New Zealand are missing, I, by my count, a dozen players who would be probably close to or certainly in a 23-strong World Cup squad. So that's half a squad that weren't there for various reasons, um, injury or unavailability. So it really was a, you know, a, a below-strength New Zealand side against a US team that, yeah, they're missing a couple as well, but... When the US miss a couple of players, they just bring in a couple more and they're, they're <laughs> equally, equally strong. So, look, to have them at nil all at half time was, was really, really um, credible for New Zealand. Uh, after the break, though, clearly the US coaching staff at half time uh, gave their team a bit of a rocket and uh, they kind of went bang, bang, bang in, in a 15 minute spell after the break and all of a sudden they'd taken the game away from New Zealand. But, but look, you know, they'll, they'll take heart from that. They didn't create uh, much at the other end, New Zealand. The possession stats were very heavily in the, in the US's favour. But uh, it'd be nice to see them, uh, you know, take some lessons from yesterday and uh, turn up on Saturday at Eden Park and, and perhaps threaten a bit more at the other end. I'm sure they'll take a lot of lessons out of it. But, I mean, at the end of the 90 minutes, um, it was still only 4-0, which I think was a reasonably respectable score. Yeah, well, the last four games that New Zealand have played against the United States in women's football have all been five-goal margins. So, you know, they, they are historically a team that New Zealand have found it very difficult to stay close to, let alone beat. Yeah. And, and, look, I think they'll take a lot of heart from their first-half performance. And then, the, yeah, the lessons they'll learn will be, um, you know, how they soak up an inevitable uh, backlash from a team that they have kept scoreless for, for so long. And, and this will be, you know, a good, uh, a good lesson for later in the year when they, when they take on the likes of Norway and, and Switzerland at the World Cup. Teams who, who they'll be, you know, who will be favoured to beat New Zealand, but, but New Zealand will take heart from the fact that they held out the world champions for 45 minutes with a depleted side here in Wellington. So I think that is something uh, promising for them to take forward. And between now and the Women's World Cup, we've also got a, a few other um, sort of pr uh, preview games, warm-up games to play, haven't we, against a few countries? 
Yeah, it's a, uh, a really good build-up that's been put together yeah. for New Zealand. There's a qualifying tournament in Auckland and Hamilton next month uh, with the final three places up for grabs. And during that tournament, New Zealand will play games against a couple of the teams who are coming, almost like warm-up games, I guess you'd say, for that yeah. playoff tournament. Uh, Argentina and Portugal, so good good opposition there. I understand there are games uh, slated for April as well and also a couple of games pre-tournament in July. So so look, that's um, you know getting close to, to 10 games leading into the World Cup, which is exactly the kind of preparation that, that a New Zealand team should have and, and will need if they are to, to, you know, to make history at a World Cup, win a game at a World Cup for the first time, progress out of their group at a World Cup for the first time. Those are the aims that they'll be uh, they'll have in their sights when uh, July rolls around. So against the US again this coming weekend at Eden Park, what do New Zealand uh, need to do to get points on the board? Well, I, I just think they need to perhaps, as I say, look at look at ways of breaking down what is, um, you know, uh, granted a, a fairly you know strong US side defensively. They don't concede a lot of goals. They they score a lot and don't concede many. It's a pretty good formula, BK, for winning football <laughs> matches. But I, I'd just like to see maybe New Zealand be a bit more courageous. Um, you know, try try things. Uh, perhaps you know try and put the US on the back foot. It, it's a lot easier said than done. They are a, a remarkable yeah. football side. It's like I guess it would be like the US rugby team trying to work out how to get a bit closer <laughs> to the All Blacks. You know that that's really the the analogy we're talking about here. The US are far and away the best side in in the world, or one of the best sides, and certainly a lot higher ranked than a, a depleted New Zealand team. But I'd like to send them go out there, have a bit of a crack, um, you know, pr- probably in the realisation that in doing that, they might leave themselves open. But um, I'd love to see New Zealand, you know, score a goal against the US. Yes. Even if it wasn't yeah. defeat, it would be um, it would be a, a really cool milestone for, for somebody in this team to put the ball in the back of the net and really give a, hopefully, a big Eden Park crowd something to cheer about. Absolutely. Saturday, that game's coming up. Piney, you'll be calling it. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Awesome, BK. Thanks, mate.